Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please adjust your settings if they are not clear. Please remember that this channel has playlists so you can watch the Russia and China playlists. You can watch the Sin series. That's a playlist, very important play playlist. You can watch the playlist that is simply entitled Prophecies and that is dealing with the harm that causes harm, basically what happens in 2020, what stopped the world in 2020, what God has to say about that. There are about 22 prophecies on that. Some of them are extremely graphic and they are hosted on other channels. The Master's Voice has channels on BitChute, on Rumble, and on Brighteon. You can find all the information for this ministry, including descriptions of where the master's voice is simply click the description box that is the channel name just below the video and then you will see a little downward arrow click that all the information concerning this ministry is below so you can watch on BitChute, on rumble on brighton there is also a spanish translation channel called la voz del señor and you can watch the prophecies that we have managed to translate there so far so in keeping with the supernatural series that I'm going back into, the Lord is nudging me back in there. I received a startling and extremely well detailed dream from the Lord today. And today being June the 5th, 2022, the title of this message, I will simply call it the fallen ones in Africa, the fallen ones in Africa. So the beings that I observed in this prophecy were absolutely aliens. This is the knowledge that was in my heart as I was having this dream, that I was looking at aliens, but the thing is that these aliens looked exactly like African people. They looked like human beings. They were four very good-looking young black men of different ages. I don't think that any of them were older than 25. And this dream was shown to me like a movie. So it hasn't been published on the master's voice yet. This is a new prophecy. I will put it up in written form in, in time, but I think I will put it up in an abridged format because I have a tendency of capturing in extreme detail everything that I see and hear. And this prophecy is multiple pages long. So I will attempt to put most of the detail in the video so that I can then use a more abridged form on the blog. So without further ado, we go into this live action dream where the Lord showed me something that has already happened. So this is not a prophecy, a will come prophecy. This is not a prophecy about the future. This is a message about something that has already taken place centuries before. Many, 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 I don't know how far back it is, but God showed me something that has already happened. And so here we go. <clears throat> I dreamt this morning that I was standing in the desert of an African country, and I don't know where that country was. I just know that it was the desert, but it's not the kind of desert where you see the sand dunes. It was this hard packed ground, very hard ground where not much grows. So there wasn't even grass there. It's just, you know, where you just see this hard ground and then you see a few tufts of maybe tough desert grass. And you also see these scrub bushes, the kind of bushes that don't need a lot of water, acacia trees and stuff like that. And it was, it was not yet nighttime, so I could still see everything clearly. It was going towards maybe 
starting to inch towards where the sun is thinking I'll set in about an hour or two. And out of the sky, I saw this burning projectile coming towards earth. So I saw something burning in the sky and it came closer and it hit the earth with a thud. It did not go into the earth. It did not make a crater like we usually see. It was not a UFO. It was something that was so strange to me. And um, it was just a few feet away from me, but it didn't matter. Even if it had hit me, I said, because I was standing in the past. So I don't think I was really there. God was giving me a view of something that happened and put me there as a witness and an observer. And this thing that came from the sky was an African hut. So it was not a UFO, it was not a ship, it was literally an already built hut. And it was not the small huts that they have in Africa that are either round or square with the conical top made of dried thatch or dried grasses or dried palm leaves. It was a big hut, the kind that they call a palava hut. Palava means to have a discussion or to thresh out an argument. So this is the kind of hut that they have where the chiefs and the elders will gather and they will sit in there and sometimes they allow the people to sit outside and they work out very important matters to the community. This is what came to earth in Africa and hit the ground. And because the travel, the mode of, the mode of travel was so hot, the roof that was made of grasses had started to catch fire in little areas. So it was burning in little areas. And one of these young men who was an alien got out and he stood and he was trying to beat out the fire with his hand. So he didn't have anything. He was beating out the little fires and the embers with his hand while inside the other three took out various African artifacts and little African carvings and stuff like that. And they were arranging it around this hut in a way to make it look neat and hospitable and believable. And then as I was watching them do this, I turned and I saw in the distance dust clouds. So someone or something was approaching at speed. I saw them coming in and as it grew closer, I saw that it was a group of men. It was a contingent of very wealthy men and elders and servants. And so they were wearing robes. They were wearing rich robes. Some of them, a lot of the robes seemed to be this off-white material, off-white gowns and stuff like that. And some of them had their head wrapped. Some of them had their heads wrapped um, in turbans. You know the kind of turban that you wrap and then you let some of it fall at the side. And some of them were clean-shaven, bald. Some of them were servants that were wearing expensive neck jewelry and gold bands here. So they were wearing gold at the neck and gold here. And this contingent came very close. So I had already been in awe looking at this hut that came from the ground. And then I saw these four young male extraterrestrial beings that looked exactly like black men, none of them older than 25 black men of different skin tones. And I was thinking, what is this God? And then I see this other group of men, older African men with their servants, rich men approaching. And I cannot remember what they were riding. So I can't tell you for a fact that they were riding camels or they were riding horses. I just know that they were coming in at speed because there was a distinctive air of urgency when they got off of their animals. They came into the hut without being invited. 
So the people who arrived, they did not wait to be invited into the hut. They entered into the hut and they gave a traditional African greeting. I did not understand what was said. But what I noticed is the aliens answered back perfectly in that language. So they gave back a perfect traditional answer to the greeting and then offered these men places to sit and the men seated themselves. At this point, God put the conversation in English and I will try to be true to everything that I saw and heard. Like I said, I want to capture the detail here so that the written prophecy will not be all these pages and pages that I have before me. So there was a lot of tension and mistrust in the air. The people who had arrived were not in a welcoming or hospitable mood towards these four young men. And this is very unorthodox for African people who are very open to uh, strangers and foreigners and usually very much more friendly, but this was not the case. And the older people seemed quite angry. They seemed quite angry about something. Some of them were even more angry than others, but the man who was their leader was very calm. So he, he didn't seem angry at all. And all he said, without introducing himself, without asking for names, all he said was, so you have come back. That's what he said. He said he had this very princely way of speaking. And so he said, so you have come back. And then the leader of the aliens, who was a very, very handsome young man, he also calmly said, we have never been here before. And God was letting me feel inside this young alien's heart. So I will be describing the things that God was making known to me from the inside of this person. And he was trying very hard not to lie. So the sense I got from this young man is of someone trying to be good because they have been told that when you are good, you get rewarded for good behavior. So that is how he felt from the inside. And so he was trying very hard not to lie in his answers. So when the old man said, so you have come back, he said, we have never been here before. We just moved to the area. So the old man didn't say anything, but what he did was he let his eyes rove around this hut. He let his eyes rove in the area outside. And he seemed to be saying, you're telling me that you came to this area that is not near any other people. It is not near any kind of settlement or civilization. It is not near any kind of water source. It is not near anything. And you want me to believe that you came and settled where nothing lives and nothing grows and that you chose to come and live here? What he said out loud was, how long ago was that? That's what he asked, because the boy said, we just moved to the area. So the old man said, how long ago was that? And the young man waited for a while because he was trying to see in his heart how to answer without a lie. And then he said, not very long ago, we are new to the area. Please remember, that just maybe 15 or 20 minutes ago, this thing came out of the sky, hit the ground, and was already looking as if they had built it there. And so there was a scribe with the men who had come, and this scribe had unrolled a parchment. And everything that the young man said, everything that the old man said, this man was writing it down with a sharp pointed stick. He was not using a quill feather. He was using a stick that looked like 
They had rolled it and rolled it and rolled it until the barrel of the stick was very smooth. And then it was only sh sharply pointed and he was dipping it into some kind of black substance. And he was making mar markings on what looked like a cloth that was woven so tightly that it was almost like parchment, but it wasn't. And so everything that people were saying he wrote it down and everybody was transfixed looking at these aliens. The aliens were watching the people with amusement. You know, when you know something or you're looking or you're going through an experience that is new for you and you just want to see how it will work out. So the people definitely had emotions. They were mistrustful. Some of them were visibly angry, but the aliens were extremely calm and they had this air of people who simply want a situation to play out so that they can see how it works out. And um, I was experiencing emotion also because my heart was beating and I realized as I was having this dream that God was showing me to my face how aliens came to Africa from the sky and decided to settle there. Or as the young man was trying to do, they wanted to settle in that area. And I was saying in my heart, God, this can't be happening. Make these people leave. Make these people go back in the sky where they came from. But it was the past and nothing that I felt could change the fact that I was basically watching a tape of what God wanted me to know had already happened long ago. And so whenever the, the, the old man asked the boy anything, the boy was searching the data streams of his heart. This is how it was put to me in the dream, that the boy was searching the data streams of his heart. And I saw that this boy was trying to be truthful to his origin, as in where he came from, as well as be truthful to the situation he was in. He was not from earth at all. This boy was very old. He was an extremely old being with a very old mind that was inside a young form that it had not had time to get familiar with. This is the feeling that was inside me as God was making me feel that this is a very old thing in a very young body. And the feeling I had is that this boy had basically only had the length of this trip to familiarize himself with this body. And so what he would do is when he was spoken to, he went into something called the data streams of his heart to find out answers to questions. Now, this is how the data stream of his heart looked, right? Inside this boy, I saw a lot of information, a lot, lots, lots, endless amounts of information. And it was like God either put me in the sky or had me watching clouds, watching the sky. So I was either in the sky watching down on the ground or I was on the ground watching in the heavens. And what I saw is a river of white. It looked like the numbers that you find in the matrix. You know how it's just binary codes, X's and O's and ones and how code looks. This code was a white river of numbers that was flowing on a black background. So it's either I was in the sky watching the ground be pitch black and then this data stream was a white river and the boy would look into that river to find out answers to what was being given. So he would search this impossible amount of internal data to find a good answer to whatever he was asked. And he settled for, one of the answers that he settled for 
When the old man asked him, where are you from? How long have you been here? What he chose to say was, I have always considered the earth my home. He was not from earth. He was from somewhere else. I could feel the distance in him from where he was from. But he was also not lying when he said, I have always considered the earth my home. He did not want to say where he was from. And so when he said that this old man smiled, the smile of someone who basically knows what's going on. He smiled this patient smile. And this man was so old, he had a cataract in one eye. And I felt that this old man had seen a lot of things in his life. He had seen a lot of things that even the people in the room with him did not know. And he was smiling because he knew that this boy was lying. But he only said, mm. Now, when the boy said, I have always considered the earth my home, there was a dark-skinned servant, and I saw that this servant had visible anger. He was already aggressive. But when the boy said that he already considered the earth his home, this servant got angry, and he made a move. He clenched his fists, and he made a move as if he wanted to come forward, as if he wanted to speak or do something to the boy. He was wearing no shirt, this servant, and he only had some kind of a, a skirt-like thing at the bottom and he had neck jewelry and arm jewelry a big man and he was so angry at this alien for saying that earth was his home but another servant put his hand on that servant's shoulder and this servant had clothes so this servant had a robe with a sash and a curvy sword and the lord was pressing on my heart that these people are arabs but they were also of different shades they do not look like the arabs we see now it was different shades of black people um, from light all the way to dark. And so he had this curvy sword and he put his hand on the servant's shoulder as a way to let him know that we do not speak when our masters are speaking. So no matter how you feel, you have to hold it in. So the old man asked another question and he said, who are your parents? Where are your people? Where is your family? And then another young man who had been leaning against the wall with his arms like this. You know when you lean against the wall and you're just paying attention to what's happening? He stood up and he said, we are alone. We are adults. We do not need a family at this point, but when we need one, we will get one. And again, this black servant, this dark-skinned man was so angry. He became even more visibly upset when these aliens said that they will get a family when they need one and the old man looked at them and again he smiled and then god took me out of this hut so god took me out of the hut and i was not present as they continued to have this conversation and then all of a sudden god brought me back to the hut and i heard the old man say mm, sadly you cannot stay here you do not belong here you cannot stay where there is no food and water that would not be good for you. But you also cannot stay so close to our community. You do, we do not have room for you. You have to leave. And this old man looked directly into the eyes of this, the leader, the young alien boy. He looked directly into the, the, the leader's eyes. And he was communicating to him clearly, we don't want you here. We don't want your kind here. You cannot come and stay with us. And the young man was surprised that this was the kind of answer he was being given after he feels that he has been truthful and he has been open, that they want to come and integrate 
um, he was surprised and he said, but we are from here. We are home. And the old man said, you are not. You have to leave. You are not welcome here. Please remember that I'm speaking this dream exactly as I saw it. When the old man said, you're not welcome here, this boy turned into a snake, a huge actual snake. It was all snake except for the face part. The face part remained the boy. The rest of it, I didn't even get to see any kind of transformation. One minute it was a person and the next minute it was a snake. His man body just went away. It didn't tear or rip. It was just gone. And the body was a snake and it was a face. And this snake stood up and it had something like what European kings wear. You know how European king, kings have that huge collar? And I would just like to say, please bear in mind that I just shared another prophecy where the aliens came out and the leader had a raised collar, like the way rock and roll guys would have that high collar, like Elvis Presley. This snake had what I call the king's ruff, which is this very high collar around its neck. There is a dinosaur that had it because this snake's one was not made of cloth. It was made of this very hard bone plate around the neck of, this, of, this, of the snake. And all the human beings froze. They froze exactly the way small animals like rabbits and everything freeze in front of a snake when the snake rears up. All the people froze. Only this black servant that was full of emotion did not freeze. And the old man, the old man was bored. He seemed almost bored with the transformation of this snake, but everybody else was frozen. And, and the black servant was just standing as if to say, if the old man needs him to do something, he's willing to do it, whatever it might do. And one of the aliens, a young guy who was sitting on the ground, he looked at the snake and he said, this solves nothing. You know you cannot force them. You know the rules. If they do not want us here, we have to leave. And the serpent turned around and it said, no, they are weak and they have no power over me. I am tired of this. I am tired of moving. And then he said a name. He said the name of that alien that was seated, but my ears could not understand that language, so I just put a dash. He called this seated alien a very old name. The name sounded so old to me, but I cannot remember it. He said, I am tired of moving. They are weak. They should do what I say. I do not want to move anymore. And so the frozen people are standing there, the old man is bored and he's looking at the ground and waiting for the, this snake to get whatever he needs to get out of his system. And the other human aliens are talking to this main alien and telling him, if the people of the community cannot accept us, you know the rules. We have to move on. And so the snake was so angry, but his three companions looked at him. And the way they were looking at him was, why are you doing this? Why did you even change in front of them? Why did you show them that we can change? What does it solve? And so the one who had said, we will get families if we need them, he stood up again and he said, we will leave. We know you do not want us in your community, so we will travel on. And the old man didn't look at him. He just kept sitting there and he said, yes, it is best. We wish you the best on your journey. Tomorrow, you will not be here. 
And he got up and he walked out of the hut. And that is when these other men seemed to become unfrozen. They found life again and they walked back after him. And they all got on their animals and then they went back at a much slower pace. God took the camera back to this hut and I saw the boy, the snake was now turning back into a boy. But where it had transformed with lightning speed, it was now changing back slowly into a human. And I got to see the process when God took the camera back to focus on these creatures in the hut. The boy, his face had come back and his entire upper body had come back. And it was like human head, human chest and arms, and then snake body. And he was slowly transforming back. And he said to his companions, why did you not let me strike them? They are weak and they can't do anything about us. We could have killed them all and taken everything they have. But his friend said, and what would have been the result of that? Why would we do that? And this snake boy didn't answer. And then just before the dream ended, the Lord showed me short clips of these four aliens traveling to several places. I saw that every place they went and landed this hut, they were not wanted. The people instantly knew what they were and said to them, no, you cannot come and live with us. You cannot even live next to us. You cannot live around us. And they closed off their communities to them. I saw in one place that they actually stoned them with stones. So when they came and they tried to integrate, by this time, they had changed the method. So they would land the hut and then they would walk into these places. So they would walk into these cities and communities and ask to speak to the leaders and want to be a part of the community. But in every place that they were going, the people knew what they were and rejected them. People were afraid of them. People didn't want to stay with them. And in one town or village that they went to, I saw the people stoning them with stones. The stones were not affecting them. And by this time, the snake one had learned to control himself so that he did not transform when this type of rejection was happening to them. The lead alien was extremely angry, but he restrained himself and they all restrained themselves and they always moved on. But at last they came to a place where the people did not recognize them. And I saw the women coming and welcoming them with so much love, dancing, singing, and hospitality. The people did not know what they were and they took them in as strangers into the community. And I saw that they brought them flat baked bread and hot food and they sat with them, these aliens, and they stayed with these people. And all I thought of just before I woke up was how two angels and God also came to Abraham and they sat with him and Abraham brought them flat baked bread and hot food and did not know that they were not people at all. So this was in Africa, this first community where the old man rejected them. This was definitely in Africa and I saw them traveling to different places in Africa trying to integrate and they were not welcomed until they basically came to a community that did not have discernment and welcomed them. And I thought about how that other alien said that we do not have families, we are adults, but when we need families, we will get them. I've dedicated almost five months on this channel, The Master's Voice, to sharing the Genesis 6 narrative, how the fallen angels saw women and took from them wives and mated with them and brought forth Nephilim. 
And this is something that God was showing me here in this dream that happened in Africa, that these beings traveled in Africa, going from place to place until they found a place that they could settle. So as you come to the master's voice and you hear the things that I'm talking about, and they seem strange and weird and unorthodox to you, understand that much of history is not written. And so I was going to say this in the written prophecy, and I will say it here in the visual prophecy. If you are of African descent, if you are of an African background, and you actually know, you actually know of histories or oral traditions or things in your native language or native histories that speak of sky people, that speak of beings that came to Africa and raised up a bloodline that are different from normal humans, whether it is openly acknowledged in your country or whether it is something that people only whisper about and they share it in oral history and oral traditions. I invite you, please, to share your experiences and share your knowledge um, under this video because this is the kind of information that we here in America and even in, in other parts of the West, it will never be available on Google. This is the kind of information that is contained inside the nations themselves. Um, European history is very good at writing about mermaids and things like that. They have chronicled their history in a written form, but this stuff that God is showing me about will only be remembered inside the minds and the hearts of people in Africa. And so if you know of this, if you know of these legends of beings that came out of the sea or beings that came from the sky where uh, your great-great-grandparents or your grandparents talk about bloodlines that are special or bloodlines that are different inside the population, please go ahead and you can share your experiences in the comment section. And so I will, sh I will end the video here. This title is The Fallen Ones in Africa. This is what I saw, the exact dream that God revealed to me that long ago in the past, these creatures did take on the form of human beings. This is exactly what Enoch was talking about. And um, it happened all over the world. It happened in Indian communities. It happened in Chinese communities. And it definitely also happened in Africa. And this brings back to the fact that I'm always strongly sharing that these creatures were seeded throughout the whole earth. They have gone throughout the earth and blended and mixed with human society. And they have already raised up their families for generations of generations of generations. So this is information that they will not give in church, but God is letting us know. And one of the reasons that this is so important is because of sexual immorality, because people just love to take their clothes off and lie down with people that they have not vetted in the spirit, that God has not said, this is your wife, this is your husband. And on that vein, I will share a second dream that I had. After I had this dream, I woke up, I prayed, the Lord spoke to me, I wrote everything down. And I went back to sleep and um, I had a second dream and it was very short. In the second dream, someone simply said, yes, it's true. I felt very attacked by the words of your channel, Celestial. I felt offended. Then I went to bed and a huge animal tried to sleep with me. A huge beast attacked me to sleep with me 
and I screamed. Then I remembered the words of your channel, Celestial, and I repented. I asked God to forgive me for having sex without marriage. I said, Jesus, please save me. And immediately the beast left me. It disappeared. And because it was no longer touching me, I was able to wake up. I am not offended anymore. Well, praise God. I pray that the words of this channel are touching people. I pray that the words of this channel are warning people of the things that God says. That because of sexual immorality, because of the way that people sin against their bodies sexually, this is the primary reason that the fallen angels are going to, the ones that are still fallen angels, as in fallen angel shape, are going to come back to the earth. But not only that, sexual immorality is the reason that many people have joined themselves to hybrid beings. Many people are the unknowing cog in the bigger wheel of hybrid demon alien breeding because they have not taken the time to find out from God who their partner is, but have instead joined themselves to flesh after flesh after flesh. Many people have become unwitting victims of this scheme. What scheme is that? The alien said, we will get families when we need them. So many people are, whether they like to hear it or not, part of those families. So if you sleep with anyone without marriage, bear in mind that Satan has the right to sleep with you. I've already covered this in depth with many of the other videos. Remember that you have heard these things here at the master's voice. If you don't have a ring on your finger, you are not married and yet you take off your clothes for any reason other than a shower understand that satan gains rights over you over your temple over your vessel to attack you this person said that when they heard me teaching these things they were offended so many people will be offended because they think that what celestial does is wake up in the morning and decide that she's going to go after people's personal life and you don't understand that my presence here on this channel is God's act of love to this end times generation, God's act of mercy to warn people of the things that will happen if they carry on living in sexual sin. And Satan has the right to rule over, to attack and to oppress people who break God's laws and who live in a way where they think that they are a higher law than what the Bible says. So this person said that an animal tried to attack them, to rape them, to sleep with them. And then they remembered what I said on this channel about the fact that if you are in sin, the remedy for sin is not lamenting and complaining and saying, oh, I never used to do this. There's only one cure for sin. It is to acknowledge that you are in sin, to repent on your knees to Jesus Christ by telling him what you have been doing and asking for his forgiveness after which the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, I think it's verses 7 to 10. It says that God is faithful and just and he will cleanse you of all unrighteousness and forgive you. So after this person remembered in this encounter what I said, they suddenly weren't offended anymore by the teaching and the preaching on this channel. They suddenly remembered what I said about humbling yourself and repenting of sin. And immediately they repented. Jesus, I'm sorry for having sex without marriage. Jesus, save me. They said, 
that the beast left them. It disappeared and it was no longer able to hold them. And once it wasn't touching them anymore, they were able to come out of the dream and wake up. So this is the prophecy that the Lord has shown me about seeding of the fallen ones into Africa in times gone by. If you have information about that, um, especially if it's coming from your local community, I, I would like to see comments like that. God bless you. And until I see you again, take care of yourselves and goodbye.